Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of A Popper Production. I'm your host there, Papa, coming out with what's real. Now, you guys have been waiting long enough for the third episode to come out, and here it finally is. Now, for our main hot topic, we have a music review coming from the watermelon sugar guy himself, Harry Styles. He had just released his third studio album titled Harry's House, and I cannot wait to do a full cover review on it. Well, at the end of the show, there will be a surprise of more Harry Styles stuff, which I can't wait to share with you guys. Well, for our mini discussions, we have not one, but three mini discussions to go over starting with a movie review titled Firestarter with Zac Efron, while our second one is Old Unpopular Songs Now Becoming Popular on TikTok, and last but not least, we have Ariana Grande quitting music for a while. Yes, I am just as shocked as you are. Later on the show, there will be no pop-up question, but there will be a trending today, so without further ado, let's get started. Okay guys, now before we do anything else, I would just like to add that I am over here on the West Coast. Yes, I am in California. Yes, I am loving my time over here. California has always been on my bucket list. Flying has been on my bucket list as well because it was my first time flying. I had to take two planes to get here. Um, the first one was a three hour trip and the second one was two hours. Now, I would have to say that this is actually my first time traveling across the country other than going to North Carolina, which I haven't been to in like forever. And I really don't plan on going back to North Carolina because I'm actually kind of sick of that state. Now, like I said, California has been on my bucket list for forever and I might plan on coming back maybe towards the end of the summer. Who knows? Anything is possible. But I would like to add one thing about Californians is that they drive incredibly, incredibly fast. I have been in three Uber cars so far since my stay here, and all three of them have been treating the highway like it is their racetrack. Like, they are turbo the snail. Like, they will not slow down. They will speed up to a stop sign and press hard on the brakes. And they must have some good brakes because I do not go flying out of my seat with my seatbelt on. My seatbelt doesn't lock, but they still drive incredibly too fast for me. And it's like California is like nothing but hills and so in sharp turns. And so they are like navigating through it like they are in the Indy 500. But good for them. Not okay for me. But like I said, I am enjoying my stay here in California. I absolutely love this state and I will definitely plan on coming back. Now to continue on, because we do have lots to go over. We have three mini discussions to go over. We have a movie review. We have unpopular songs becoming popular all of a sudden on TikTok. And we have Ariana Grande quitting music. Now, when I saw that and finally build up the courage to read it out loud i was just so heartbroken and there is a story behind of how i discovered that but that will be coming up in just a second now i want to start off with the movie review first firestarter because i actually saw that yesterday in theaters here in california now um I did go see it with another person and they said that they did enjoy it somewhat but for me after um we left the theater and the movie sat with me for a while like you know i'm marinating over what happened and stuff like that 
Honestly, Firestarter is not worth seeing. It's actually a really quick movie, to be honest. I mean, from the time that it started to the time that it ended, it was, you know, quick action, and then the movie was just over like that. And, like, there was so many antagonists that it was really hard to keep up. Well, actually, there was two. Well, towards the end, it became one antagonist, this crazy scientist. Now, to give a brief little, like, you know, background about the movie, it's about this little girl who has these fire superpowers. Now, for those of you who are interested in seeing the movie... Um, there will be many spoilers in this, so I would just skip ahead over this or just don't listen to this at all. Um, but, um, now I would like to say that seeing Zac Efron play in such a more serious role since Neighbors, since the, since he played in the movie Neighbors, it was kind of like interesting because we haven't really been seeing Zac Efron that lately in the movie industry or in the film industry at all recently i think the last movie that i saw with zach efron in it was neighbors 2 and so it was kind of interesting to see him in something you know a movie like this more something more with action and something with more seriousness to it less than you know sense of humor and funniness and you know sexual jokes and you know just the bachelor like kind of lifestyle that zach efron you know portrayed before and um his character Actually, seeing him play a character of, like, a fatherly figure role was very, very interesting to me. Um, I would have to say that the acting in the movie was really good, but it was just that, like, the, the dialogue, like, the monologue was just, like, weird. I mean, some parts were just, like, the whole movie itself was kind of hard to follow because... I don't think there really was a main point or, like, um, the main, like, you know, attraction to the movie. So, like, the whole point of the movie was that this girl is trying to, like, understand her powers, which is just to catch on fire and light stuff on fire, which is a really cool power. I mean, throughout the movie, it was really cool to see how, like, she just lights up in the flames like a match. Now... The mother of the movie, I don't know the actor's name. I really didn't plan on learning it. I just wanted to talk about Zac Efron. But the mother wanted to teach the child how to, like, control it. And Zac wanted her to push her feelings down, push her powers, like, down and push it away. So that, like, every time that the child got, like, upset or annoyed or was feeling attacked she would get really antsy. And when she got antsy, her skin started to steam and then she'll catch on fire and she'll do some crazy, you know, lighting the house on fire or some, something, something, something with fire because she's literally, her powers is fire. Now, um, before it did give a little background of like how she got it because she just wasn't like, you know, born like that while everybody else is just normal. Actually, Zac Efron and the mother, um, the female mother role, they were like in college and they did like this experimental trial where they were injected with something that they really didn't know what it was and they gained powers. Now, Zac Efron had the power of like every time he'll snap his neck, he would like 
really he would like control people's minds and like fool them a little bit but he would always bleed from the eye i know it sounds very creepy so if you're squeamish just skip over this part so um he would just like you know snap his neck and he would just like you know hypnotize people and make people see things that really aren't there while the mother she had like this mind control thing where she could just make things fly across the room and she could like you know open and close doors and stuff like that with her mind and whatnot um and eventually the child ended up you know gaining all that power and so that's basically how the child you know got her power i mean her power was just unique from the two other people zach efron and the mom of the movie so she got the fire power while zach efron has like the the, the hypnotizing power and the mom has the mind control power of like you know making something fly across the room which was pretty cool but like i said i mean the movie was quick so like it really like you know got to the point too quick which is not a bad thing but like when you don't have a lot in the movie like there wasn't even a lot of characters like i can like count like the main characters there was like at least like maybe six so there was one antagonist so it was like this retired assassin guy who also has powers too i guess um or he can avoid you know the the powers that zach efron and the mom has but not from the girl so um he's hired by the old scientist factory to go capture the girl so the whole point actually of the movie was to capture the girl so that you know they could do some experimental stuff or whatever on the girl while the two parents zach and the mom they didn't want that to happen mostly zach they wanted to they zach they were on the run constantly because they were constantly looking for them pretty much to say and so um with that being said i mean she didn't get captured necessarily but she did end up following um she ended up following her dad to the place that he was actually held at and he ends up dying pretty much so yeah um there's a big spoiler right there so if you do plan on seeing this movie i highly suggest well it's too late now we're so far into the review but like if you do plan on seeing this movie i highly suggest skipping this mini discussion and go on to the next one because um there is spoilers in it now like I said in the beginning, this movie really isn't really that worth it. But like, I mean, everybody has different movie movie taste. So if this is kind of like your alley, then, then go for it. But like for someone like me, I mean, I was kind of expect expecting something different. Like maybe like more. There wasn't even really a lot of like fighting action scenes. It was mostly just the girl just like screaming and lighting somebody on fire and they just died. Like that's literally how it was. I mean the little girl was doing most of of the action pretty much towards the end of the movie and then like one of the antagonists ends up you know not becoming an antagonist and being a good guy and carries her off into like you know the smoke on the beach and then the movie just ends with credits and i'm just like that's it and like prior before that when zach efron gets captured she ends up like you know teaching herself how to like you know control or use her powers in the right way and so she's in the woods and she literally lights three things on fire two of them were misses from her target and then the third one was the actual target and then all of a sudden she just decided that she was ready and like to go to battle or something like that and i'm just like you literally lit three things on fire and you're now ready to go 
fight against this evil scientist or whatever she was. I don't even know. And it just seemed really, really crazy um, to me. It seemed... Now, like, when I said monologue, like, that whole scene right there seemed very stupid because it's like... You can't, how can you be ready after you lit three things on fire and throughout the entire early of the movie, you couldn't control your powers for shit? So, I mean, I don't know, but I'm going to cut it off there. So if you are interested in seeing this movie, I would, I highly suggest ignoring the, um, this, this mini discussion, ignoring the spoilers that I just give, gave it out. Um, like I said, it wasn't really a good movie for me. I really didn't. Um, it was interesting enough to see, but it wasn't really interesting enough to enjoy. So with that being said, that's the movie review on Firestarter with Zac Efron. Now to go over towards TikTok and making unpopular songs popular now, there's actually two people that comes to mind. One of them is Megan Trainer, and the other one is Willow Smith. Now, we all know Willow Smith is getting back into the music industry since her Whip My Hair days, and Megan Trainer hasn't really put out any bit of music recently, as far as I know. Now, um, from Megan Trainer's first album called Title, one of the songs, well, Title, the name, well, the actual song, Title, became popular like a while back on TikTok and everyone was like using the sound. But the main person I want to talk about is Willow Smith and her song Wait a Minute because that song came out in 2015 and it's 2022 right now. So I don't know what it is with like TikTok making old songs famous. Um but I just wanted to talk about it for a little bit. Now um I didn't know. I'm recently now just getting into, like, Willow. Um, I still need to listen to some of her, like, you know, some of her music because the only songs I really know is Transparent Soul and Meet Me at Our Spot. Now, I haven't really listened to Meet Me at Our Spot, the full, like, version. I've only heard, like, the sounds from TikTok. And you guys know, I don't be on TikTok as much. I get my funny videos from YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook memes. Now, um, cause TikTok is just way too addicting and, but I can control myself on TikTok. Now, um, with the wait a minute song, it just started like up to appear out of nowhere. And like literally everybody started using the sound again. And I'm like, here we go. Here's TikTok yet again, using another song that, that's popular. So, um, I just recently looked, checked out Willow's, um, Spotify, she has quite a bit of monthly listeners. She has 28,000 compared to when her music career first started from I With My Hair and 21st Century Girl. Because back then, like the early 2000s growing up, those were the only two songs that I knew from Willow. Now this chick has like, like maybe like a good like five albums out already. And one of them is the one that has the wait a minute song on it. Now I literally just looked up this name for the album and how to pronounce it. It starts with an A and I literally forgot how to pronounce it because it's literally complicated. It looks like it has like 10 letters in it. So I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, but I don't know what the deal is with like TikTok making songs that are like from like years on popular now and I don't know if it's like people doing it or if it's TikTok itself but I don't know I just thought it was interesting um let me know what you guys think um do you guys think that it's like interesting to see how like old songs become popular now like 
with the whole title song there was like a dance to it or whatnot and i see that lizzo now um has a dance to her song about damn time and i haven't listened to that song um fully yet because i'm not really a fan of lizzo but i would still give that song a listen it seems to be a nice little groovy song but um her dance to it it just seems meh like come on now like that's the moves to the song like a baby can learn that in three seconds but we're not here to talk about lizzo we're here to talk about willow smith so um willow smith has been like coming out with more and more music lately and she actually um did a collaboration with camilo cabello on camilo's album familia with psycho freak now i talked about that last episode about how psycho freak was my absolute like one of my favorite songs from camilo from her new album and with willow on it i mean i love willow's um part i was gonna say version but like I love her part, like her course, like the course is Willow's part. And I absolutely love it, love it, love it. I can listen to that song on repeat over and over again. That song is definitely in some of my playlists that I have. And I mean, I can never get old of that song. Like that song will never get old. It will never grow over me. Like I just absolutely love that song. Now, that's a song that I would love to see TikTok make popular because I do believe that some songs on TikTok become popular and it helps boost artists' careers and artists don't even know it or they don't even realize it. Well, I feel like they they have to realize it, but like with like TikTok making their songs popular on like without the radio and like the music industry, it kinda it's kinda like, you know, effortless in a way. But like that just goes to prove that like you really don't gotta do anything anymore to like, you know, make it in the music industry or to just be famous period i mean you can make a tiktok dance for a minute and all of a sudden you have your own tv show cough cough no shade but um or like you can be like billy eilish you can make one hit song and boom industries are knocking down your door you're you're the next justin Bieber. you put out songs on tiktok and now you're famous like i just don't get it and now like with songs like say so with doja cat she won a grammy off of that I don't think she would have been able to win a Grammy. I don't think that would have been number one if it wasn't for TikTok. Now, I want to know what you guys think. Do you guys think that TikTok helps artists boost their career? And do you think that without TikTok, do you think that some songs would be popular today if it wasn't for TikTok? Now, like, wait, like, wait a minute. I don't think it would have been popular if it wasn't for TikTok. Because, like I said, I didn't even know that Willow had, like, five other albums until she started becoming more and more like you know relevant in the music industry so i'm gonna post these questions up on the popper production um media page on instagram and i want to hear what you guys have to say so moving on but last but not least we have ariana grande quitting music now the story behind this as i mentioned i, I was gonna share um i saw something like this far earlier before it was like a while ago now on instagram i follow like a crap ton of arna grande pages fan pages but there's this one particular fan page that's a really good reliable source it shares like rumors and or and early um releases and stuff like that but it could be like it but it's mostly rumors or whatnot but it's not true yet 
or it hasn't been like you know um released or it hasn't been said like this is true or whatever whatever and so um like from and the reason why i know that it's a reliable source that i can rely on is that because during her thank you next error before she even like announced that she was coming out with another album but like she was being sneaky with it by like releasing names and stuff like that the um creator of the fan account or whatever made this post of all 12 um all 12 songs tracks on like this post and i'm like wait a minute she's coming out with another album and this was just like months after she just released her sweetener album in 2018 so this is like you know um a couple months before 2019 hit and then she released her album in February with Thank You Next. So I was mind blown to see how relevant, how relevant that post was to reality of it actually being true. So I do sometimes look at that fan page for Ariana Grande, like, you know, secret posts and stuff like that. And so it did post out like this picture of her manager, Scooter Burn. And her, right beside him, Arna Grande, and it said that Arna Grande was quitting music for a while. And so, you know how, like, we read stuff and we don't really believe it or whatnot. And so, I mean, I read it and I kept looking at it and I'm just like, this isn't true. So I put it on my back burner and I completely ignored it and whatnot. And so, um, that was a while ago. Now, let me tell you, it's been two years going on close to three almost going on three years since Ariana Grande has dropped her Positions album. Now, when I looked into that, I was extremely, extremely shocked because Ariana Grande, before she, like, you know, went, ghosted us, pun intended, she literally um, dropped, like, these horrible singles, and that was it. She did her time on The Voice, um... There was, like, a lot of stuff going on with her and Kelly Clarkson, and then she was in this movie, um, Don't Look Up, and she released all these singles that were just extremely horrible, and then she just ghosted us. Now, um, when I found out that, like, Positions is, like, two years old now, I really started to question myself but what really brought myself to, like, you know, dig deeper into this was one day I'm just, like, I haven't heard a single Ariana Grande song in a hot ass minute. What is going on? So I'm like listening to old Ariana Grande songs. I'm looking in like, is Ariana Grande still making music? And that's where the source popped up. And it said, Ariana Grande is taking a break from music for a while so she could focus on other passions. Now, I already knew that Ariana Grande was doing Rem Beauty. She was doing Rem Beauty shortly after she released Positions, or a little bit before she even released Positions, she was doing Rem Beauty, or R.E.M. Beauty. Now, I did some digging around Rem Beauty. I looked up on YouTube, and the critics are critical. Those makeup artists hate Rem Beauty or R.E.M. Beauty. And so some even would compare Rem Beauty with Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez. Now, I know for sure some of the makeup artists really like Selena Gomez's Rare Beauty makeup line. And Selena Gomez's makeup line seems really, really legit. It seems like it's like, you know, making a lot of money and is being good, put to a, to a good use. Now, with Ariana Grande's R.E.M. Beauty, 
people are hating it left and right. The makeup product just looks rushed. It looks cheap. And this is even shocker for me to say anything like negative about Ariana Grande because you guys know that she is my everything. She's my queen. She's my number one go-to music artist. Now, for her to like not put out anything in two years, like a whole album in two years, going on three pretty soon, it's a bit of a shocker for me to handle. And so I'm just like, what's going on, sis? Like, I don't think she really should be like, you know, it's great to see, let me back up. It's great to see that Ariana Grande is focusing on other passions. Don't get me wrong. All artists should do that. It's great that that artists do that. I mean, like, look at Zendaya. I mean, she put out an album 2013 when she was on Disney, but she realized that that wasn't it. Acting was more of her style. Now look at her. She's acting like incredibly on Euphoria and all these movies. Malcolm and Maria, that was like a, one of the, her greatest movies ever. But anyway, I mean, I understand Ariana Grande wants to work on other passions and it's great because Ariana Grande has been, you know, in the music industry for a while. I mean, her first album was 2013. She was just fresh off of Nickelodeon. She was, you know, fresh off of acting and whatnot. So music was more of her foreplay. But now, I mean, the music industry is starting to shake up a little bit with the generations of like, you know, 19 year olds winning Grammys left and right with Billie Eilish having seven Grammys already with only three albums out and Olivia Olivia Rodrigo having like three Grammys already with one album and Ariana Grande has like maybe one or two Grammys and you have six albums so it's like sis like come on I mean like you don't want to let an 18 year old run you over while you're working on a makeup line that's not making any money because people hate it I don't know that's just my opinion I don't want to spend too much time on it because we still got Harry Styles to review but that's going to conclude today's mini discussion so I want to know what you guys think about the movie TikTok making songs popular and Ariana Grande quitting music so without further ado let's get into our main hot topic Okay, guys, so for our main hot topic, we have Harry Styles' um, new album. This is his third studio album titled Harry's House. Now, it's a 13-track album. Now, I will say I've listened to this album from start to finish three different times. Yes, it took me three different times to finally get a full grasp review off of like you know what i'm picking up from each song how i feel about the whole album itself um what i what what, what my feelings are what my opinion is and um and it's late <laughs> it's 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 late i mean if it takes me three times to listen to a whole album then there's some problems but trust me when i say this it's not gonna be like olivia it's not gonna be like how i did olivia rodrigo last season um, where I bash her a whole album and then, you know, I come back saying, oh my god, I love them, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm for real this time. And I actually didn't do too bad with the critics on this album. Although there are some songs on here that weren't my favorite and we will talk over that. We will discuss that in just a bit. But um, I do want to give a little um, thoughts before the album. So... 
my thought before the album was that I didn't even know that he was coming out with another album to begin with. Um, I don't really follow Harry Styles all much like that, like I do with Arna Grande or other major artists. Not that Harry Styles isn't a major artist, but like he's just not an artist that you know I normally hear about. And so when he dropped out as it was, I thought it was just okay, he's just, you know, he's dropping a single, that's great. But no, he dropped as it was, and then I believe he dropped another song, and then he dropped the entire album. So I'm like, oh, okay, let's give it a listen. So the first time I gave it a listen, like I said, it was hard for me to grasp how I was feeling about it. So then I had to give it for a second revisit. So I gave it a second revisit. I kind of got some more songs to be on the you know likable side but i it just wasn't there yet so then the third and final time was where i got to actually sit down and actually listen to each song because at that point i already knew each song off the album i just needed to fully feel it and so since my time being here in california i got to go outside and listen to the whole album and that's where i got the whole package the, the feel of it i got my opinions off of it i now know um and understand where my music heart is with this album and some of the songs on here because you guys know that i do not play around when it comes to my music i do not i have a playlist with over 400 songs on it just dedicated for the highway i call it the mph I call it the MPH playlist. And then I have a playlist dedicated for night nighttime driving on the highway that has over 200 songs on it. So you guys know I am serious about my music. So why don't we get straight into the reviews on each song? So it's a 13 track song, like I said. So the first song off the album, it's a three minute and 13 minute song um, titled Music for a Sushi Restaurant. Now, the first time I heard it, like from the very first listen of the album, I'm like, oh, okay, this is nice. So I wrote very groovy, loving the harmonizings, but I hate the very last ending. So to give a little bit more like, you know, intake on that. So the last bit of like, maybe like the last 13 seconds of the song or whatever seconds it is, he like adds this weird like guitar sound or whatever it is and i absolutely hate it i and i especially hate it when artists do this like they'll make a really good banger song and then they'll ruin it by talking at the end or they'll have like this long silence of it at the end or they put some weird ding noise at the end like it doesn't it doesn't belong there like take it out it doesn't belong there what in your mind possess you saying that that's okay let's add it bam like let's add a bam noise to the end of the song like no like it's horrible but the whole song itself is good it's just that last bit ending where that and it goes into a louder like stage so it starts it starts off quiet and then it rises up in the volume level and it just like it's horrible to listen to with earphones on i'll just say that so <laughs> i'll just say that so moving on to the second song um song number two it's a two minute and 57 second song um titled late night talking um i put could pass not really a fan but not too bad 
so um the lyrics are okay the instrumentals are fine but i just wasn't really feeling it so um there's not much really to say about that song now um the third song titled grape juice it's a three minute and 11 second song um i put nice slow groove could listen to it again if popped up on a playlist but wouldn't listen to it by choice so meaning that like meaning that i don't necessarily like it nor do i hate it but like i would listen to it again if it came up in like a playlist but like a playlist that's like set made for like my week like spotify spotify they make set playlists based off of the songs that you like and they based it off of the week or whatever so if it were to pop up in one of my spotify playlists i would listen to it i wouldn't like skip over it but if i had to like you know ooh, i'm in the mood for some harry styles that wouldn't be the first song that i would choose pretty much so um moving on to song number four as it was the song that we all know i put likable would listen to it on repeat just the right amount of fun with a nice summer sound but if i wanted to i could use the sound for anything and everything meaning that like i could use this song for christmas opening up a christmas present or i could use the song for thanksgiving or easter or whatever july or in in Arctica. like this song just fits like everything so I'm not saying that it's one of my favorite songs, but it's definitely one of the songs that I like off of the album and that I like from Harry Styles. So, um, it's definitely a good song. But it's actually one of his songs that are the shortest because it's a 2 minute and 47 second song. Although it seems longer than that, but it's not really. And I will tell you right now that some of these songs on here are shorter than 3 minutes but there is two songs that's over four minutes or four minutes exactly so um just to give a little heads up so moving on to song number five it's titled daylight now i put love the way the ending comes together with the drums and the guitar very likable song very indie feely now it's a two minute and 44 second song now um like I said, like five seconds ago, it doesn't seem like the song is that like short. Like it seems like a very long song, like a three minute and something second song, but it's really not. And so um, the ending of the song, like I said, I like how like the instruments, all the instruments comes together and like with Harry's voice and whatnot to like, you know, bring the song to a close. It's a really nice, like it gives me like really very indie Philly vibes. So I would definitely listen to the song again. Um, and it's definitely a good song to listen to. So moving on to song number six titled Little Freaks. Now I put one of my favorites has a very nice tempo with it with a warm chill of indie to it. That's just the right for a late night listening special, especially for a late night drive. It's a three minute and 22 second song. Now I messed up a little bit. So it's a it's a perfect song for like listening to for a late night summer drive or if you're like by yourself late night drive or whatever just don't be tired when you're listening to it because it will put you to sleep. <laughs> but like it's a nice it's all guitar as far as the song goes it's all guitar and it's just like the lyrics are nice um the whole song itself is really good um probably my favorite part 
of the song would probably have to be like the little the soft guitars the soft guitar of it um from from harry um playing it or whatever is going on or whoever's playing it so it's definitely one of my favorites i would probably i would definitely listen to this on repeat it would probably be at the top of my list so um moving on to the sixth song matilda um i put definitely one of my favorites so far if not then my number one definitely feel some similarities with little freak but overall i really love the lyrics now this song is actually one of the four minute songs it's a four minute and five second song now i really love this song so much now um i love 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 the lyrics to this song um he repeats it like he repeats some of the songs like over and over again um i can't really think of it off the top of my head but like there's like this part where he's like matilda you can build a party if you want to and you can invite people that you love if you want to it's your decision that's not exactly the right lyrics but it's something similar to that and i just i just really fell in love with it i mean i the the most part about the song that i love the most is the lyrics and I like that it's a four minute song because I can actually like sit down and give a deep listen to it, like give my full attention to that song. So Matilda is definitely my number one song, then Little Freaks. So um, moving on to the seventh song off the album, it's titled Cinema. So I put nice vibe, could definitely listen to again if it was on a playlist, but not on repeat. So basically like um, one of the songs above, like Grape Juice, I could listen to it again if it was in my playlist for the week, but I wouldn't choose it um, by choice pretty much. So that's pretty much it. And it's actually one of the four minutes, it's the other four minute song. So that it, there's only two. So Mat Matilda, excuse me, and then Cinema is the second one. And Cinema is four minutes and three seconds. So it's kind of a shame because it really could have potential. But speaking of potential, we have Daydreaming coming at number eight. And I wasn't really a fan of this at all. I put meh, not a fan, may need a revisit. So there's this um YouTuber that I know. Her name is AJ or something like that. I stopped listening to her because she became really much of a bully when she reviewed she reviewed um music artist albums and stuff like that and it went from like criticizing it went from like critiquing to criticizing to just straight out like bullying like she was comparing like other artists with artists together and it just like did not seem right to me so i stopped listening to her but there's this one thing that she did the most and that was like if there was a song that she didn't like or it was like you know she felt something that was there but like she wasn't hearing it at that moment she said she would do a revisit she would do a revisit a visit excuse me she would do a revisit so that's exactly what uh, i put down here it i might revisit it i might not so it's a three minute and seven second song but i put it may need a revisit it wasn't really a good song for me to listen to now to the ninth song um let me just count. Well, to the 10th song, I think it is. Yeah, to the 10th song, actually. So it's called Keep Driving. It was 
I put it was hitting for me. So it wasn't hitting for me, actually. So it's not my favorite song either. So it's one of the songs that it's a hit or miss and it actually missed it's a two minute and 20 second song so like i said guys it's not gonna be like how it was last season with olivia being very critiquish being very critical like you know like you know being very serious like it's not like where where's the music where's the where's the you know the passion and whatnot but um i mean i'm very i'm being very honest the not being too opinionated on this album but i did say that there wasn't really a lot of songs on this album that was really good for me and so um the next song um silhouette um i put i like the way that the song starts off but would only listen to the song if it was on a playlist so this is like the third song so far that i wrote down that i would only listen to it if it was in a playlist but i wouldn't listen to it on repeat or by choice if i was in the mood to listen to harry styles and that's kind of a problem with this album because i'm really starting to like harry styles because my favorite album from harry styles is fine line i mean he's won a grammy for that album so do i see him winning a grammy for this album no i do not but i might need to do a fourth revisit which i highly doubt i would do because i think three is enough now the um 12th song is titled boyfriends and i put it's okay needs a revisit so here we go again we have another song that needs a revisit now actually silhouette is a three minute and 38 second song and boyfriends is a three minute and 14 second song so when i first noticed that harry styles had dropped his album it was on youtube and the full album was on youtube so every 13 every song all 13 songs were on his um channel so i like listened to the first one but i didn't realize that it was in a um shuffle mode so the first song that played was boyfriends and so i thought boyfriends was actually music for a sushi restaurant so i was like in the beginning of the song i would say i actually liked how weird it was i like the weirdness of the beginning of the song but then when it kicks in i'm just like meh like the lyrics weren't really hitting for me i did enjoy the instrumentals because it was mostly it was another guitar song like all guitar soft guitar strings playing and whatnot but it just was not hitting for me at all now it's a three minute and 14 second song but i i i don't i don't it's just not it for me um now last but not least the 13th song on this album is love of my life i put a very likable song could listen to it again but i don't think it was a good choice for an ending of an album now um i don't i didn't put down the how long the song was which i should have done but um i don't know after listening to the full album three times um and the third time being the charm i just don't know if the last song was the song to end the album now honestly if i could choose one song from this 13 album from this 13 song album to be the last song i would honestly choose maybe like um i don't even know maybe it is maybe it is a good song to end this to end the album i'm not really sure because like since there's like not a lot of songs on this album that i like you know connect with connected with i should say um i can't really make that big decision honestly um i think music music for a sushi restaurant 
um, was a good start off. And honestly, maybe I do need to revisit Love of My Life again. And maybe that could have been, maybe it is a good um, ending to an album. Who knows? Like I said, maybe there could be a fourth um a fourth revisit of the whole album i highly doubt it because three times is enough for me and like i said i mean i i've given this album three chances and i normally don't do that with my music because like i said i'm very very strict with my music i don't play with my music at all it's either a hit or miss like i have to make a connection with you or i don't and i really don't and I'm not even the type of person that does revisits. It's just kind of like a one hit wonder for me. Like you either hit, you like connect with me or you don't. And I'm just moving on. But like I said, Fine Line was the album that made me like, you know, fall in love with Harry Styles even more with his music. And so with this Harry's House album, I don't know. It's a big, it's a big shift from Fine Line, I should say, because Fine Line was, you know, it had more of an upbeat tempo. It had a lot of like, you know, nice groovy to it. The rock, the soul. This is more giving me, this is, this album right here, Harry's House, is giving me more indie than um, pop and rock and groovy. So, like I said, I don't know if this album is really going to get like, a, win a Grammy or even get nominated. Maybe it's Harry Styles. Who knows? The possibilities are endless with this dude. But um, I do know for sure that as it was would definitely get some recognition because it's all over TikTok now. So like earlier before with our mini discussions, even though this isn't an old song, it's a brand new song. It's definitely a song that's going to get played out a lot because of TikTok and it might even boost Harry Styles career up even more and he might win a Grammy for it and it could go number one. Who knows? But thoughts after the album um it could use it it needs some improvement i mean you can't really do much any you can't do much to it now i mean it's already out for the entire world to hear but is it my favorite no um honestly this would probably be my third on harry's list so it would probably go thin line Harry's first album and then maybe this album being last because I only listened to a few songs off of Harry's first album but I have Harry's second album in a vinyl form so that's how much I love that album I bought it in a vinyl so um to pick out my favorite song from this album like I said it's Matilda and then Little Freaks so um, if I could pick three, it would probably be Matilda, Little Freaks, and Music for a Sushi Restaurant to be the golden ticket for me. Now, I would have put in, I would have put the songs in a list to see, like, you know, my least to, like, my favorite to least, but there's more least than favorites because... It would just be Matilda, Little Freaks, then Music for a Sushi Restaurant, and then the rest would just be, like, you know, grape juice or whatever. So, I don't know. But let me know what you guys think about the album. I want to hear your thoughts. Go give the album a listen. It's Harry's House. It's brand new. Um, and, yeah, that's going to be it. So, 
um that's gonna be it for our main hot topic i want to thank you guys yet again for listening to another episode of papa production so now it is time for our training today and also the surprise of more harry styles stuff to come so maybe there will be something good out of harry styles in this episode so i'll see you all in the training today Okay, guys, so for our training today is something a little bit different than what I normally do. I normally try to stay positive on the show. I pick positive topics, hot topics, training todays. I try to keep, you know, appropriate, uplifting a little bit. But this is something that um, needs to be addressed it's very trending because it's very, very recent and it's a serious trending today. So this is going to be a serious conversation um, that I want to have with you guys because not only do I want to have fun with you guys and, you know, kid around and joke and have fun, but I also want to connect with you guys on a deeper level with the Papa Production Show. And that's what, you know, that's what I'm all about. And this is a situation that people who go through this like teenagers and stuff like that us as teenagers and people in general those who who know who have been through like going to school worrying about this every day every second are sick and tired of the situation happening and this situation is yet another school shooting has happened less than 24 hours ago um it's um the title is um unbearable heartbreak celebrities react to texas school shooting there are no words mandy moore posted um um let's continue on a school shooting in texas left at least 19 students 19 students and two teachers dead on tuesday in you valid texas i'm not sure if i said that right correct me if i'm wrong um officials said as the death toll rose Tuesday night, tributes and um, condolences rolled in from celebrities. Actor Matthew um, McCohey, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name right, who is from that Texas, originally um, penned a long note about his hometown, which um, which is uh, right here. Um, once again, we have um, tragically proven that we are failing to be responsible for the rights of our freedoms. Grant us. He wrote in part, the true call to action now is forever America to take a longer and deeper look in the manner and ask ourselves, what is it that we truly value? How do we repair the problem? And that is a good question. How do we repair our, how do we repair teenagers from like, you know, not worrying about going to school and being shot? I mean, it's bad enough that kids today don't even want to succeed in education and go on with a positive future. I mean, I've met kids um, before I graduated from high school. I've met kids who like would skip because classes are so boring or they're just like not going to school or they're, you know, like they're in an alternative school or 
they get kicked out of the last high school possible. Like, you know, it's impossible to get kicked out of the high school that is known for the bad school, bad, you know, known for its bad reputation, basically. So if you get kicked out of a high school, the last public high school that's known for a bad reputation and you're just on your own, that says something. And it's like, how do we repair that? How do we fix that? How do we want to fix that for kids who want to be fixed who will not necessarily want to be fixed but like who just want a change in their life let's keep reading we cannot exhale once again make excuses and accept these tragic realities as the status quo he went on to encourage americans to find common ground to put an end to mass shootings now there has been a time and time again continuous mass shootings across this country the biggest mass shooting in history is the las vegas shooting which killed 52 people from a guy that could have been stopped if we would have realized that this man is bringing in way too many suitcases day by day and it could like his girlfriend could have i don't i don't remember the guy's name but his girlfriend was involved somehow because she could have told the fbi she could have called in somebody i mean we it's just the the amount of gun use in this country just for somebody to walk down the street basically for an example is ridiculous honestly um i want to keep reading a little bit more and to those who dropped off their loved ones today, not knowing it was goodbye, no words can comprehend or heal your loss. But if prayers can provide comfort, we'll keep them coming, he concluded. Well, I don't, like, how do we, how do we move on from that? Because I saw an old teacher of mine from my hometown, she posted that prayers Thoughts and prayers aren't doing us a damn thing. Like, it's not. And it's time to get serious. Like, they're just, they're not doing us any bit of good. Um, Taylor Swift reposted a video of Golden State Warriors head coach Stephen Kerr emotionally speaking out about the shooting in a pre-game press conference on Tuesday, filled with rage and grief and so broken by the murder and you valid by buffalo um i'm not gonna pronounce that name um and so many others the singer tweeted by the way by the ways in which we as a nation have become con contri contribute to unformatable i'm sorry for mispronouncing these um give me one second to better read this Unformality. Yeah, I was right. And unbearable heartbreak. Steve's words ring so true and cut so deep. So, um, so yeah, I mean, celebrities are speaking out. I mean, celebrities have always been speaking out. I remember, I think it was the Parkland shooting, or it might have been another high school shooting before where it was the march the um the the student march walkout that they had at washington and like celebrities like demi lovato came and sung skyscraper and i think My miley cyrus came and sung the climb and ariana grande sung be all right i mean 
artists are like this country is like number one watched like we're always being watched for everything and it's not even with other countries it's with people within our own country that are watching us and that are like you know realizing that this stuff is ridiculous i mean come on um Chris Evans, who plays Captain America in Marvel series, tweeted angrily, effing enough, he wrote. I mean, how many more people have to die? How many more guns need to go off before the government realizes that this is just not okay? And, like, I tend to keep this away from the show. But, like, I personally think that the government just just does not care at all. This is just another loss to them, more money for them, if possible, some way, somehow. Um, The pop star and actor Selena Gomez posted, Today in my home state of Texas, 18 innocent students were killed while simply trying to get a great, trying to get in an education, she wrote. A teacher killed by doing her job and um, invaluable yet sadly underappreciated job. If children aren't safe at school, where are they safe? It's so frustrating, and I'm not sure what to say anymore. She continued in a second tweet. Those in power need to stop giving lip service and actually change the laws to prevent these shootings in the future. And it shows the tweet. And um, the tweet actually got retweeted 68,000 times. And, I mean, yes, keep them coming. I mean, all these celebrities are speaking out, more and more celebrities. NBA star LeBron James sent his thoughts and prayers to families who lost loved ones on Tuesday. Also expressing enough, the athlete tweeted, there are simply has to be a change. I mean, thoughts and prayers are not doing anything. They're not, thoughts and prayers aren't speaking louder than the actions that are happening out in the streets. I mean, come on. It's just, um, and these are more and more celebrities. I really do not know, but, um. Becky G, um, enough is enough. Just last week, a targeted mass shooting at a market in Buffalo and now a school shooting. Communities should be a safe in their grocery stores. Our children should be safe in classes. This is sad. Thoughts and prayers aren't enough. We need to change. Chloe um, Bailey, when will this end? Question marks. A lot of question marks. When will it stop? How do we just keep letting this happen? 18 babies gone. I mean... It, the, the list just goes on and on. Stephen King, gun control now, stop slaughters of in, of the innocent. It, it's, just, it's just going on and on. All these celebrities are sending out their frustrations. And that's pretty much the end of it. But, I mean, I don't know much what, what more much to say. I mean, like I said, I try to keep stuff, like, positive on the show. But this is something that needs to be recognized. We are tired the younger generation the the um yeah the younger generation like the the teenagers that are up and coming like getting ready to be in their 20s we are tired of seeing this happen constantly i mean i i can think of a handful of movies that are about class shootings and like they're so like you know precise and like the recent one i saw was um, run, hide, fight, and that was about a school shooting, but the girl ended up, you know, killing the mass shooters, 
and you know taking back control but like i mean we don't see that in reality so it's like what we see from the movies that's not what's happened in reality what's happening in reality is that 19 people are dying and two people who are doing their jobs an unpaid job i should say are dying from it i mean as teachers you're expected to teach and pray and hope that at least one child from your room picks up and understands something that you're doing and making an impact on the world you're not expecting to be a teacher who gets paid highly low rates and die i mean come on now that just doesn't seem any like a bit of normal but like we just like i mean all and then when it happens all we do is oh we'll send thoughts and prayers it'll get better gun control now let's tweet it out yes that's not doing a damn bit of good. That's not doing anything. That's not that's not telling the government enough is enough. Put away the guns. The only people that needs guns, the only people that should have guns is the goddamn military. A, re- a, re- a regular citizen does not need no damn gun. If someone is breaking into your house, get a bat. You don't need a gun. Well, that's a different story. But like, I mean... Guns should just not be available to anybody willingly who has like a thousand dollars in cash and who's really who's willing to pay up front. I mean that that just seems ridiculous. And then I mean like the only bit of change we did was like oh they have a background check. Anybody can lie with their background check. That's just bullshit. If someone comes to a gun store with a lot of cash in their hand, they're gonna skip the background check and say here thank you for shopping at my business. Give me your money and here's a gun. I mean. It's just, it's just very, very frustrating to keep repeating ourselves. We keep having the same conversation, the same talk. And I don't know how much more I could take. And I don't know how much more you guys can take. But we will definitely be doing a follow-up on this um, situation. And we will be doing more and more. I don't have the... Um, I don't want to get too deep into... Um, like details of who the shooter was and what took place and all that because like I said I want to keep this channel positive and happy but like I said we will definitely be doing like you know an outside you know update and um you know review of what else is going on what else the media is saying and if there's any change that's going to be happening and what else celebrities have been saying but other than that like I said before I was going to share the um, some special news about Harry Styles. Now, Harry Styles, he um, is in a movie called Don't Worry Darling. Now, when I went to go see Firestarter last night, one of the trailers was Harry Styles in Don't Worry Darling. And I was actually surprised to see him in a movie because I'm like... Oh, so we went from, you know, making move, making music to now we're making movies, which is great. So, um, I don't really, I couldn't really describe the trailer. It's based off of like the 60s, you know, the wife stays home, cooks and cleans, waits for her husband to come home so she can tender to all his needs. The husband goes out and works pretty much. That's basically it. But Somewhere in the trailer, it changes a little bit. The movie seems very, very interesting. But I'm going to just tell y'all right now, Harry Styles is getting in a lot of sexy scenes. I mean, that trailer, enough, was just showing a lot of tongue down each other's throats with Harry and this woman. And if Harry doesn't make a lot of money with this album, he's sure as hell enough going to make a lot of money with this movie. Now, 
I am not 110% sure because I don't remember the exact release date, but it could be being, it could be released in July. I'm just going to leave it at that. And so without further ado, I'm going to thank you guys again for listening to another episode of Pop-Up Production. I am sorry yet again. It took me forever to come out with the third episode, but it is here finally. And you guys will now be getting the full attention. I already have two ideas for two new episodes coming up. So please be on the lookout for that. I'll be keeping you guys posted on the Papa Production Media page. Um, I will post, I will try to remember to post the questions from today's episode on the Papa Production page, whatever this is out and freshly out and released. But without further ado, thank you guys again for tuning another, tuning in to another episode of Papa Production. I'm your host, Papa. Papa out.